know that I'm different Self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah I learned from my experience I just want someone This episode is brought to you by Commander Technology LLC Robotic Mowing Consultation and Installation Download our app, Commander Services To get started today Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm What's excited, going on, I'm everybody? I'm excited about it here. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the episode from Boy Smith. I'm your host, Terrence the King. And today I got uh, Tech Wiz in the, the room with me. Tech Wiz, I like that. Hey, Sounds good. Hey, like, honestly, like, he's a CEO. Ain't CEO, right? I mean, Basically, I, I'm like, I like we're, we're such a small company that when you like, say CEO, I mean it's a cool title, hey, man. But I'm not hey, like Steve Jobs at this moment shit. or anything. You like are, that. yes, you are. Cause in, my, Jobs, in my imagination, maybe, Steve, but not. Hey, where did Steve Jobs start? Uh, he started in a garage in uh, Silicon Valley, which I almost immigrated to, which I want to tell the story about on this show. Well, of course, we gonna get yeah, to that. Right. Think about it. You, you are the CEO. Yeah. Of was it Commander? Commander. Yeah. The product. Yeah. But I'm a, man. This guy. Got a lot of innovative stuff that's coming out, and that really may change the landscape of this world. And I'm just honored to have him on this show, man. Honestly, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Okay. And tell them a little bit about you or so. Well, for, first of all, I got these flowers here because there's this girl, Mackenzie Cooper, who like got me back in school. Uh, she's kind of responsible for that, I guess. It's kind of me, but you know, same time, man, a girl has a lot of influence over you. So these are your flowers. I didn't want to keep them in my truck, so. Brought them to the interview, and I'm gonna move them out of the way. Happy birthday, Mackenzie! Happy birthday, Mackenzie! Um, she's really smart, getting her master's degree, like straight A student. I mean, I, I'm stupid, dude. I, I can sometimes I can barely pass my classes, but I, I, I have to stick with it though. It's, it's, all, it's all mental. To be honest, I'm, I understand that completely. Yeah, because I have been in that. Yeah, a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, what you want to talk I already, about? I already got, you didn't tell me your name. You got, you got to okay. tell me. I got to introduce me. I'm David Edwards. I have started a technology company and talking about almost immigrating to Silicon Valley. Um, all right, so here in the southeast, I mean, it, technology started to catch on around here, yeah. but it's like a, it was a big scene out west, like Silicon Valley, where Facebook and Google and all those companies were, yeah. and um, a lot of people who have tech ideas immigrate out there, and I've been like pushing on these technology ideas for a couple of years now, and people like I'm from a small town in Mississippi, and people just think I'm crazy, dude, just because you know. Yeah, I'm, your ideas, what you think is different. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking into the future, and I'm thinking about software and robotics and stuff like that. And you know, we're getting into landscaping robotics. We're getting into um, developing smartphone apps and stuff like that. And I have a lot of friends back home in Mississippi, and I'll probably go back at some point. But this is a great school, man. I'm just glad to be at EWF. It's a great school for technology. You find a lot of um, people here in computer science that are, uh, um, you know, computer science, computer engineering, and stuff like that. But what we want to do is create um, uh, a system of robotic mowing. Um, we're going to start out here in Pensacola, and we're going to just expand out at Pensacola, Jackson, Mississippi, and the Alabama coast. So we're pushing on an idea that's kind of new. 
But it's, it's it's going to be it's going to be a game changer. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for you to tell me where I need to put my money at for the stocks. You need to put. <laughs> I don't know that yet. Oh, we actually we ain't gonna tell these people yet because look. Yeah. I need I need inside information before they even get this stuff started. It's gonna be later down the road, so we'll, we'll figure it out. When I when I almost moved to Silicon Valley, it's just like I had this idea buzzing in my head. I was cutting yards, and I'm like. I had this idea for software and uh, that would change the game, and I literally spent my last dollar and got a, a, an airplane ticket with Delta Airlines, and it was one way because that's all I could afford. And so, like getting into technology, I also read like a lot of sales and business books and stuff like that. And I had this suitcase full of these knockoff iPhone chargers. So I brought with me this suitcase full of knockoff iPhone chargers, and I was going to go around the streets in uh, Silicon Valley and sell these iPhone chargers. And if I sold, like, this sounds crazy, man, but if I, I, I calculated, it was like, if I sold, like, 30 a day, I could afford a hotel room a night. And so I get over there, and uh, the meeting, the startup meeting um, with all the other people starting up companies and trying to find investors was, like, five days out. And I'm like literally standing around like a bunch of homeless people, um, didn't have a place to sleep. And I called my mom, it was Mother's Day, and my mom flew me back to Jackson, Mississippi. And I'm like, oh, that was a, that was a failure. And I'm like, uh, a couple, couple years later, here I am at UWF. Uh, I, I've been a construction contractor for a couple years and a landscape contractor. And those ideas still burn in my head, but I figured the best approach to the push on my ideas is go to university. Go to UWF, I'm a vet, so they're paying for all my school. So I figured that was probably the best option. I can network with other people here. We got some ideas out there now. We're installing our first robotic mower in a couple weeks. Um, we're gonna really document it, but it's gonna change the game. We're not trying to take people's jobs away. We're trying to make it easier, where it's less, you know, backbreaking work and just makes things easier for people. Facts. So, with this, the self-cutting mower, is it like, how would they know not to cut somebody else's yard? Question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I was looking at this stuff, I was like, all right, so is it like- That's a good question. Is it like an electric thing that is like, oh, this is your boundaries, and like, this is where you stay, like, yeah, so there's a what what our company does is we install the boundary wire. It's like a Roomba, man. It's oh, just like okay. a Roomba and it cuts your yard in a random pattern. So the boundary wire, okay. Yeah, so we install the boundary wire around the yard and it keeps it from like it stays inside that boundary, but um I mean if you're the neighbor and it comes over and cuts your grass, that's not really a bad thing, but oh, yeah, free cutting yeah. the grass. But no, let's talk about this back to the story though. Yeah. So he was in Silicon Valley. Yeah, I always, man, I always wanted to go there and like, I, I'm not a hot shot at all because I'm just getting started with it, but it's like, dude, I've read about, uh, you know, Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs and all those guys starting from nothing, you know, uh, Zuckerberg started in his dorms and Steve Jobs started in his garage and they just had ideas that were out there that people would say, hey, you're crazy. You know, uh, don't follow crazy. And so I have a traditional business in construction that kind of pays the bills. Yeah. But, um, you know, and I make, you know, but I, my, my, my vision of like, and a lot of people lecture me on, you know, is you're not, I don't, they don't know if I can make any money doing this or whatever, but I'm looking more on the change. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, fuck them. Yeah. Because look, people always, this is how I look at things, especially when they say you're crazy. Yeah. That's a good sign. Yeah. 
because crazy people change the world. Yeah. We're not the ordinary people. So when they tell you your ideas don't oh, no, that, that's them throwing their beliefs on you. Yeah. You gotta be sold on your belief. Yeah. You know, you know what your your ideas can create for not just you. Your ideas can change the world and help a lot of people with back problems and everything else not break their back even further. Yeah, exactly. So fuck everybody saying you're crazy. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yes, you're crazy, and be crazier you, at your ideas, yeah. and let's go get this. Let's go get it, yeah. Because, yeah. look, people don't see what we see. Yeah. That's why they call us crazy. Yeah. But, ain't for them to see. It's for them to experience after, you know, we, we blow up and making, and once everybody start, look, I already know, cutting grass. Yeah, dude, dude, it sucks, man. I've been cutting grass since I was twelve, man, and it's just hard work. And it's the like, heat, yeah. And people don't understand the heat of the sun. Yeah, <laughs> like right now, I think the heat index is like a hundred. All right, it's, it, people don't understand. All right, if y'all are not from the south, y'all wouldn't understand. Yeah, so it's if it's eighty <laughs> degrees outside, that's cool. But the humidity level is actually making you feel like it's like a hundred or if not 190s, and you can de get dehydrated real quick. Yeah. Just trying to cut your grass and maintain your yard. That's true. It's just like, and man, it's just, I was going around cutting yards just like the traditional way, bought a lawnmower, and, you know, I'd have a, a, a list of clients that I'd go service in. You know, in the beginning, yeah, you're making 50 bucks an hour, but just working those 12-hour days or 8-hour days or however many, in the heat, and it's just, um, there's no benefits, like there's no health insurance, you're doing it all, you know, under the table, um, or some, some people are, um, and you're just like trying to, it's not a good way to make a living, I'm trying to organize an actual business on, um, you know, uh, around robotics so it's um i see us i got a, a friend of mine who's an electrical engineer um he's we me and him have bounced some ideas off each other and we are going to we want to get to like developing like robotics that can like also weedy and like cut trees and man just automate the whole process even getting into construction robotics that's kind of the game man that's like we want to make money with our traditional robotics long cutting business, and then we want to invest into robots that can basically do anything. So, Damn. yeah, and that I, I see that happening coming up in the near future with a lot of different things. Yeah, like Tesla, they're building robots. Oh my God, that yeah, they're they're uh, way out there in the future. That's that's the thing with Tesla, and um, yeah. There are a lot of these new technology companies, man, like self-driving cars and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, where are we going to go to next, man? Now, we actually get, well, the moment we actually get some flying cars up in here like it's supposed to be, yeah. I'm cool. Then I'm like, yep, you know what, sign, yeah. me, sign me up with a flying yeah, yeah. car. I'm like, boom, I just don't want no iRobot thing to happen. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> no offense to Will Smith. I ain't going to do what you did. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Um, but another thing, this is going to be far out too, man. It's just, um, like I'm a nerd deep down and I want to, uh, dude. All right. So Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, they both got space companies, right? Yes. 
but they're using like rocket ships that use like fuel and they shoot rockets up into space and they're trying to get to Mars with fuel. Man, I love Nikola Tesla and I was watching his documentary last night and it's not just his work but some other scientists work. If you hit something with enough frequency, it can levitate and so um, there's, and I talked to some of my other nerds about this, there's something called electromagnetic propulsion. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, don't know, I don't know how, alright, I was on YouTube, yeah. and somehow I came across like the video saying like, you know, how Egypt, there was a theory on how Egypt was built. Yeah. They say you tap into the right frequency, uh -huh. it's going to levitate anything that you, oh, you can tap into that frequency. Yeah. And I was like, technically that is true. It's just about learning how to tap into that frequency. Yeah. So they said the reason how the pyramids got built, because everybody's like wondering, like, they don't want to be able to lift it up. Because back then they were more conscious about the frequencies. Yeah. And they were able to build and move the the large stones in place like that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that yeah, it's uh it's crazy, man. Like I I, I'm open-minded about stuff. I'm not a conspiracist, but I'm open-minded about stuff because, hey, that could have happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't there back then. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows, man? But, like, um, and Stephen Hawking's, I, I read his book on wormholes and, um, and, and black holes. And, dude, I'm thinking, like, this is, this is generations after us, but, like, electromagnetic propulsion plus wormholes. And you can go to other galaxies, and that's what like that's where I want to invest in technology. With now, this is gonna like y'all don't throw me in, in the middle home because I, I got all these crazy ideas coming right. out right now. Yeah, I, would, I, I, I think would, it's I think it's crazy. I'll come break you out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll work on on these ideas, man. There, uh, it's just crazy because um, Tesla and uh, Nikola Tesla, not the company, but like. Um, a lot of his ideas were just so far out there. It just took a while for them to catch on. But like robotics, there's like a technophobia that we're trying to get rid of. Like um, robots are here to make everybody's life easier. Automation, improve the standard of living. So that is really the goal behind robotics and with software. So being in computer engineering, you're both in software and robotics. So we want to learn coding enough and I'm trying to recruit people to help me work on this idea um, that is going to be, it's a smartphone app. It's going to kind of regulate all of home services, even, even the services that are robots, and even the services that you got to come get somebody to do. Cause I'm in the fence and deck business too. And um, just regulating automating services, that's what we're trying to do with the software. So we're still in very elementary stages right now. I'm still like getting licenses and um, getting everything planned out and put on paper and stuff like that. We still got a ways to go, but um, that's my end game while I'm here at, at UWF. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you see your tech company going? in the next five years. Okay, next five years? Well, matter of fact, let's go, let, all right, we're gonna do this. A year from now, mm -hmm. five years from now, 10 years from now. Perfect. All right, so a year from now, I want to get our smartphone app. We have an app called Commander Services, and I've made a couple of smartphone apps, but I wanna have one that where customers, so the, my, my thing is, I'm, this now we're getting back into reality. I'm in the construction business, and that's how you know I make most of my money right now in construction. So if um, 
A customer needs a fence or a deck, and we're going to expand into other areas of construction. We're going to partner with other contractors. They can download the app and kind of like going to, it's going to have both the materials and stuff like that. You can download the app, and our robotic uh, business is going to be in the app too. So say you're a homeowner, you live you know, around here down the road on one of, these, one of these streets in the suburbs or whatever, and you've got a house and you want to get a, um, a new deck or a fence, Kind of like going to a store because the way that the new business people see like transacting business, they, they look at people shopping more off their phone versus going to the store. That's why Bezos really hammered down on Walmart um, with, his, uh, with his technology. It te uh, Amazon is a technology company. So what we want to do is we want to have a store. People can pick out the, you know, the type of lumber they want or the type of tile they want or type of paint. Um, and they'll order their materials, the contractor will come over. The difference between us and a lot of people who've come through with this, like a lot of people have worked on this idea, but they don't come from a construction background like I do. Like I've been in construction for a while, like as a general contractor, and we're gonna really hammer down on the quality of the process. We're gonna control the process and make sure the customer gets uh, excellent service, as in like other ones would just send random people over like Home Advisor and Angie's List. Yeah, uh, Those are just kind of like, advertisement companies they're really they rip off both the contractor and the homeowner we're more of a organized company that's creating a store in the you know um, on your phone and that's what I want to work on year one year from year five I want us to start investing in the robotics and year 10 I want us to uh, create electromagnetic propulsion and then go to the moon with it <laughs> yeah. hey on top of that too electromagnetic propulsion Maybe what is needed to make the car fly. That is, yeah. Hey, so technically, yeah. if you decide to make a flying car, uh -huh. I'll be the test subject on flying. All right, let's do it. I, I just want to fly in the car. Like, ha, ah. but just, I just got to make sure I can control myself coming down. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, electromagnetic propulsion is, uh, it's just it's tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. And I think uh, Elon Musk, he's got the right idea of going to Mars. But it's just going to be so expensive in a rocket ship, man. It's like with the electromagnetic propulsion, you don't need all that rocket fuel. You can just levitate an object, and um, they follow the magnetic fields of the Earth. So it's like all it runs off like magnets and electricity. So uh, that's what I think the future of space travel is. And uh, like I'm not like like I said, I, I'm not smart enough to know the mathematical calculations to make it happen. I just know it could happen. I got to find like. You know, what I want to do is I want to make those two, the first year one and year uh, two, or year one and year five ideas happen, and if, they, if those line up, then we're going to throw all our money into electromagnetic propulsion. <laughs> hey, because actually, then we got to have a real hoverboard. Back in the future, could it be possible? Probably. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what, uh, yeah, that's a great movie. Um, the second one, when they got the hoverboard, is yeah. like year 2015. That was the year 2015, though, man. No, actually, I think it was 20. Yeah, 2015, 2020. Yeah, they were a little wrong on that. Exactly. I was like, man, 2015 came out. They they came out with the shoes, the air mags, and I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. What else? They don't even lace up by themselves. This is not the same air mags I've seen on the move. Yeah. No. So, what do you think? All right, technology wise, because you're a techno guy, tech, technology guy. Definitely. Do you see? How do you see technology playing a part in lives in the next 
couple of years, like basically off what piggy piggybacking off what you already said. Yeah, yeah. So what do you see like technology really playing a big part in over the next few years? Um. So as far as what's coming next, I think robotics are going to be. If you if you really follow the trends of technology, if you look back, you know, hundred years, fifty years, twenty five years, you know, a decade ago, it really goes in phases of what's what got really big, and then it kind of just plateaued, and people would migrate to the next one. Twenty years ago, websites were huge. When I talk about immigrating to Silicon Valley, those stories kind of ended about twenty years ago. Um, when everybody needed to immigrate to Silicon Valley 20 years ago because if they had a website idea and they had the dot-com boom and all that. And then it was these things, the iPhone got big, everybody wanted to create an app, which I still think there's a lot of value in that. But uh, for the most part, people are getting tired of too many apps on their phone. You have to have a really good idea to execute it on. Yeah. So that we we're still want to have our smartphone app, but robotics I think is what's coming next just because of um, I was watching something on uh, Westinghouse, uh, and they had um, George Westinghouse and his company, Westinghouse Electric. They had this robot, and I'm just going to get up. Like, this is about, like, in the 1930s. All the robot could do is, like, walk around like this. It had no movement, but just the amount of, like, horizontal and vertical and X, Y, and Z axis movements that... Uh, like there's this company that is crushing it right now called Boston Dynamics in the robotics industry. And they're basically, man, they got robots that can do about anything like very intelligent. Like I, they um, they have one that's like a dog that uh, it's got this robotic arm on it that'll like clean your room up for you. It'll, um, you know, open doors for you. And it can be programmed to do just about anything. And they got like, they're getting more, just more advanced. So, also read a book on um, coming, it, being in the construction game. Um, I love building stuff, and I read this book about Sam Semi Automated Mason. It's basically a robot that lays bricks, and it lays like you just load it up with bricks, and it builds brick walls. And uh, one of the biggest construction companies, this they're actually from Mississippi, uh, Gates Construction. They invested into um, into Sam, and there's a couple other companies that have, but it's just um, um, uh, 3D printed homes. I think that's. Have you seen anything about those? I've yeah, seen them already. Those, of, yeah. Uh, I used to do stucco, so I was yeah already into some of the stuff. I've seen they're doing a lot of them now, where they just like already get the um, they get the blueprint. Yeah. And they just let. Yeah. The thing just pour the mud and build a house. I, I think that's how it is. I think it's going to, we're going to be able to build more affordable housing for people yeah. uh, with that system. If we can, if we can really master it, then, and they, they build some nice homes. Um, yeah. they're, they're, they're really beautiful homes that are being built with those. Um, uh, I definitely think that's, that's the future. Um, it, it's kind of endless in robotics and eventually, man, it's just going to be where, we live in a world that's autonomous for us humans and like as our, we have kids and they have grandkids and so on and so forth they're going to live in a world that's already set up for them i really and this is where i when i get out in left field i think the the future is automation and then space travel because we're going to be so bored because everything is automated oh, yeah we're going to be like let's go to space and this is all <laughs> that's what we need to get my electromagnetic propulsion going so we can like travel around the universe What's up? <laughs> I like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, that's it. Hey, 
That movie's coming out soon too. Actually, no, I think it came out today. Yes. Wait, today is Mackenzie's birthday. Mc oh yeah, and it's Mackenzie's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> birthday and Buzz Lightyear. That's right. You can't, you can't beat both of them. That's it's right. She, McKenzie, McKenzie, go to Buzz Lightyear with me. Please. Exactly. <laughs> learn, learn about some magnetic uh, propulsion. Yeah. Man, man. Honestly, I'm excited for the future. Do you think it'll be more like Star Trek in the future? Oh. Um, the thing about it, all the futuristic movies that we have, which one do you feel like is going to be more in line with what it's going to look like in our future? So, with Star Wars, I think... And this is me, I'm very, I'm actually a veteran, but I'm against war, I don't know that's contradicting, and I'm proud that I'm a veteran, I'm like, got friends out in the military, oh, yeah. and I think Wait, there's a lot of honor in fighting Coast Guard. Oh, see, I was, I was, I was like, really, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Boats is made. Yeah, yeah. sir, I was an engineer. Heck yeah. Like, Man, that's a, and I really, um, and I, I, I am, leaning, as I get older, I'm like leaning more towards like, how do we, Every country that is at like bad terms with each other, we like I, I like following. This is getting off on away from technology, but like I follow a lot of spiritual leaders like Mahatma Gandhi, and uh, I believe that Martin Luther King was even a spiritual leader. He he uh, he followed a lot of the principles of Jesus Christ. He didn't um, believe in violence. Ne neither did Gandhi, and so like with war. I don't see that. I feel like there is a social issue that needs to be solved. I think the the robots and everything are cool and something I'm passionate about. And you know, I'm not active in anything, but like I just with personal beliefs. Um, like for example, I'm Christian, but and I also go to a Buddhist church too, a Buddhist temple. I feel like people need to start learning more about other cultures. That's a, a huge thing. That's the truth. Because you ever found out you got more in common. We got yeah exactly, yeah. and I, I put on Facebook, and a lot of my Christian friends started stoning me because I said, "Hey, I'm going to this Buddhist temple." They're like, "You're going to go to hell." I'm like, "Man, I'm just trying to look. You you can if if I've learned this about humans. If you like, if I were to go point out those you know Vietnamese Buddhists, hey, you are going to hell. It's going to either offend them, they're going to get pissed off, or whatever. If I go and we like learn about them. They're gonna like me more. They're gonna respect me more. Yeah. I'm not trying to convert these people to Christians, but if you if that's on your agenda, yeah. then you should go into their temple. You should learn about them, and then you'd have a better chance of converting these people. Connect them. Yeah, connecting with them. Honestly, I look at it like too because I was like, people always try to divide. The main thing that divides is people in the country, race and religion. Yeah, that's true. And I look at it like, bro, the reason why this country is supposed to be so great as it is. Because we're supposed to be able to allow people to be different. Yeah. And not judge them for that. And, like, I shouldn't care if they're Buddhist or you're Muslim yep. or you're Christian yeah. or anything, whatever religion belief you should be. You as a person is what I'm judging. Yeah. And actually, I shouldn't even judge that. But, like, how you treat, how I see you walk is how I'm going to perceive you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We don't know what is technically right and we don't know what technically is wrong. That's that's very insightful. And at the same time like this, what's right for me may not be right for you. Yeah. What's right for them may not be right for others. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's right for that person. Yeah. So if it's right for that person, just let it be. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's very insightful. There's a lot of there's a couple of navy vets that are at the Buddhist temple. There's 
couple what's funny is like the people that are like from America that go there, they're all mostly vets. Uh like two Navy guys, there's one army guy, he's got like PTSD and um um and he just uh, it's a very calm um practice. It's just like you meditate and you're just completely at peace. And like just like you said, there's a lot in common and um my spiritual mentor there, he's a Navy vet from like the Vietnam era, and he was just telling me that um, um, like some of the chief tenets that I've learned in Christianity, doing to others as you had others doing to you, is the same principles that are being taught. So yeah, that's what I was trying to tell. Yeah. Other than the name being different, yeah, that's the it. the message is the same. Yeah, it's all about love, spread love, not yeah. you. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. Once we get the concept of that, yeah, bro, this whole world will be much better. Yeah, I think there's a there's a huge. And that, that's why I like when I, I go I get so enthusiastic about technology, but like there's a, a social problem that needs to be advanced with all countries. There's internal social problems, and then there's what's like, hey, let's go to war with these people. What scares me, dude, is they got. Like, I'm, I'm at the age where I'm starting to think about being a dad, and, like, I don't want my kids living in a world where, hey, if this world leader gets pissed off, he's got a nuclear bomb, he can go blow up these other countries. I don't want that. Like, and I feel like, speaking with technology, like, there are some really smart people who invented that, but, like, you could take that same technology and put that into something, like, uh, I don't know how a nuclear electromagnetic propulsion would work, but you could use that for space travel, yeah. like nuclear. But instead, you're going to use it as a weapon. We use it as a weapon. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, good or bad, whenever we dropped those bombs over Japan, you know, 50,000 people immediately were killed. Women, children, um, just In, innocent, innocent people. Innocent do, do you think that they grew up with hatred and intent to harm America, but we go over there and drop a bomb on them, and it's just, and look, there's other solutions. Exactly, and then at the end of the day, all of the radioactive stuff that happened right there, people can live in there still to this day, I believe, like the radioactive yep. part. And it's crazy, because like, man, everybody wanted to be in control. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. You don't need if if you need a, a nuclear weapon to have world control, then that's that's a scary thought. Yeah. Um, like I feel like Gandhi and Martin Luther King and um, which they followed a lot of teachings of Jesus, but like with um, they gained control. Like if you look at uh, Mahatma Gandhi's movement, um, it was nonviolent. He let people attack them first and let the world see that. And then the, the world, the modern world is not going to put up with people getting attacked. Like the, the, the people in, in India who were getting um, persecuted by the British government, when the world saw the aggression towards those people, they came in and protected them basically. But, you know, Gandhi was a leader who didn't need weapons. He didn't yield any weapons he actually gave up all his worldly possessions and walked around in a robe and he's like he had all this power he had 20 million or like 200 million followers yeah. and it's just the fact that um there's a new brand of leadership that needs to come to the world that i, I firmly believe in but yeah. you know that's why i want creating this technology company i want it to be worldwide and like i want us to start in florida but how do we have help people in other countries 
we need to get on like a different level. We want to increase the standard of living, but also when we increase the standard of living, we want to increase like the ability for other people to learn education. Um, I, being in coding, I got friends all over the world that are in coding and they're in just, you know, less developed countries, but they're very intelligent people. That's why I'm saying the access to the internet has changed things to where anybody can learn computer science or anything because of the web. You can learn about anything. It's a, basically Google is a giant library. And if you use it, if you use, if you use the internet correctly, you can use it to educate yourself. So, yeah. That's what anything in life. Yeah. Man, so for close remarks, what is something that you want to leave with these people partially with, like, with everything we talked about today? What's the main thing you want to leave with these people? So, uh, I think we talked about quite a few things. Um, just the fact that I'm a little different here in the Southeast, as in, like, I I've had the traditional businesses and construction and landscaping, but my goal is in technology. I feel like, um, particular area, one of the, th one of the reasons why I like Sil the Silicon Valley culture is because it, it embraces technology. Like it is a culture to where it's expected that you're here to create change. And, and around here it's like the tech technology gets, it, it, this is how it works. Technology in the last 20 years gets invented so in the last 50 years, gets invented in Silicon Valley, and then it spreads throughout the world in the proportion that the, that part of the world is ready to pick up on it. That's why, like, with these iPhones or with Tesla vehicles, you know, uh, Elon Musk is another example of somebody who immigrated to Silicon Valley um, with uh, uh, Apple, Facebook, all that stuff. It You'll see it catching on in certain parts of the world. Um, I know, um, I love Mississippi, I love, you know, for the most part, it's great people, I mean, and it's, it's you know, it's got its flaws, but it's, I'll, it's where I'm from, but around here, things catch on a little bit quicker, Florida does, yeah. um, but I feel like being um, native to here, I want to see that people start to embrace technology a little easier instead of criticizing it, like, if you if you market new technology, people call you crazy, and even the technology that comes from areas like Silicon Valley. But I want it to be an area to where, because technology is creating so much job, so many jobs, and is so good for the economy um, that the biggest companies on the planet that produce the most income are all technology companies. And so people in the southeast need to embrace the fact that. Um, you know, we need. I have this thing called nerd up. People need to nerd up and really see that um, technology is good, and there's a lot of potential to um, really boost. The, like the biggest economies are all tech-based economies these days. We live in the information age. Back, um, you know, 100, 150 years ago, it was all factories. So it was went from factories to tech companies and. Um, now I just think that people should start to embrace that mentality, um, and that's uh, really what I want to live on. Uh, leave on. I mean, I, I know we talked about uh, electromagnetic propulsion, and that's kind of out in left field, but I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, uh, I, I feel like it's kind of. That's what I want to. I, I feel like it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then also, um, yeah, just the world, man. Just I know this has nothing to do with technology, but just give love to people, man. It's yeah. just like. Um, I don't know the answers to life, like what's, 
the right religion. Like, there's so many denominations of Christianity. I go to a Baptist church and a Buddhist temple. I mean, those, <laughs> those contradict each other, but I'm here to learn. Always be seeking more knowledge. Yes. And, like, for me, I feel like I, I want us to move into a world where war doesn't exist anymore. And I know immediately when you say that, people are saying that's not going to happen, but, like, that's the only way... So there's two there's there's two outcomes to humanity. We either blow each other all up, or we live harmoniously and we develop electromagnetic propulsion and we can travel around the universe. I want to go with that with that model. Let's get that. <laughs> I, I like the sound of that. One. Yeah. Oh yeah. Happy birthday to Mackenzie. Happy one birthday, Mackenzie. <laughs> one time. Watch away from this episode, man. Not to be scared of technology. Not to be scared. Don't use the Terminator and all these other yeah. things. I robot <laughs> as the fear of what that's I show you the worst of what can happen. Yeah. Not the best of the potential what we have for the future. Yeah. And I believe you're on the right path to lead Man, us to the future. This is a good interview, yeah. This is a good interview. Yeah. yeah. Man, but like I always say before I leave. But I want to say thank you again for coming on this yeah, episode. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate, appreciate, man. Appreciate, appreciate. man, I want to say tell y'all, dream big dreams, because small dreams have little magic. That's that's a good, that's a good way to yes, say yeah. Dream big dreams. Because small dreams have little magic. And remember, how big would you dream if you know you couldn't fail? And last but not least, remember, you do your best and let God take care of the rest. We love y'all. Thank you again for coming on. Thank y'all for watching and listening. Peace, love, happiness. We out. <laughs> I know that I'm different, self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah. I learn from my experience, I just want someone to take me serious. Real questions that I ask, how long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past, but it's changing and it's something I can't grasp. Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone, so now I'm acting different. I'm to myself, I'm in my head, mapping out this life I'm So I rebel, but I don't miss a beat. I don't miss a beat.